Hello and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts chapter 6, and let's start with verse 1. In those days, when the number of the disciples were multiplied, there arose a murmur among the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them, and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Now, let's set the stage here. Up to this point in the first five chapters of the book of Acts, all the problems for the church was external, meaning it came from the outside. Persecution, attacks from the religious rulers, thing of that sort. As we head into chapter 6, we know the church is very large at this point. Granted, there's only one church in the world at this point, the Jerusalem church, but it is definitely what we would call a mega church. Yes, the concept of mega churches is in the book of Acts, the Jerusalem church. Everything was going well the first three chapters until we get to chapter 6 when a group of people, the Grecians, those who were Hebrew of more Greek descent. They had this big problem with the rest because their widows were not taken care of in the daily administration. If you are familiar with what Paul wrote to Timothy in the church that he was pastoring in 1 Timothy, one of the issues there was that the widows of the church were a big part of it. Widows indeed, those who had reached a certain age and their husband died. In those days, there was no social safety net. The church decided to help those widows in this case. That was happening here in Acts chapter 6. There were certain widows who felt that they were not being taken care of, and it created a major problem in the church, one that the apostles were asked to take care of. Well, the line of the apostles at the end of the verse was, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. The job of the apostles was to be in the word of God, to prepare, to preach, and to minister in this large megachurch. In this situation, the daily ministration of the widows, the apostles did not have the time to handle this situation and continue to handle the word situation of which they were called to do. Verse 3, Wherefore, brethren, take ye out among ye seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. In other words, find seven men to handle this situation. We're not talking about the apostles saying, hey, guess what? We can't rule the church anymore. Let, let this group of seven handle it. The apostles are not saying that. They're saying in this matter of the widows, we will appoint these seven. Actually, you choose the seven. 
and they will handle this issue. Just the issue of the widows being taken care of. So what happened? Verse 4. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Verse 5. And the second pleased the whole multitude. Everyone was happy. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Proctors, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. So the church, they chose these seven men to handle this business. Now notice that the author of Acts, Luke, he really took the time to point Stephen out more than the rest. I think the purpose of this chapter isn't as much establish what the deacons were as much as establish who Stephen is. Because Stephen becomes a major character in this chapter and the next chapter, as far as deacons were concerned. Let's make sure we make this clear. The ones in charge of the church as listed by Luke, is the apostles. If you look at 1 Timothy, the apostle Paul is very clear to make sure that the ministry is in charge of the church and not the deacons. When it comes to a lot of the non-ministry type of jobs, the apostles, yes, can delegate those jobs to groups like the deacons to handle those jobs so the apostles will be free to do what they have been called to do. The apostles, they are one group. The deacons, they're kind of like the Levites in the Old Covenant in this sense. The priests were in charge of the ministry of the tabernacle, the Levites assisted the priest. Here we have the apostles, the fivefold ministry, being in charge of the church and the deacons being assistants to the fivefold ministry. That's what's happening here. Now, notice what it says about Stephen. It said first, a man full of faith meaning he had a strong faith in who Jesus is, what Jesus did, what Jesus is doing, and what Jesus will do. Stephen was full of faith, meaning that part of what he received from God was a measure of faith, which he would use as we see as we move along in this chapter. Second, full of the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Ghost. As we will see as we move along, he will minister in the power of the Holy Ghost. What Stephen does is not possible without the Holy Ghost. The next one, wisdom. To be part of what Stephen was called to do in this chapter, he needed wisdom because he was going to deal with a bunch of really grouchy people 
who were upset about what was happening with the widows. So he needed wisdom to handle this. As we will see in the next chapter, we will see Stephen there really being wise in what he is saying in order to establish what God had called him to do. So I said, of the seven men, all important, Stephen is the one mentioned here specifically in these roles. Let's continue to look at this a little bit. Whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. In other words, the apostles, they laid hands on the deacons, meaning they were the ones in charge, and put their anointing on the deacons to conduct the ministry that they were called to do. The apostles empowered the deacons to do what they were doing, not the other way around. And we'll pick up with this in our next lesson.